Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 306 DGS on KMOX. Nancy calling about our sort of uh, semi-religious uh, story we had there about Gen Z. Nancy, thanks for calling in. Go right ahead. Hello? Hey, Nancy, go ahead. Well... I was just talking, and I heard what you were talking about, and I was just like, okay, so my life travel was one of those things where I was raised raised in the United Church of Christ, converted to Catholicism, slowly ebbed away, and I, you know, when Betty White died, before she died, she always used to say things like, we don't know what is held for us on the other side, so if if we act accordingly and so forth and do all the right things, we might get there and be pleasantly surprised. But if there is nothing, it won't make any difference because we won't know. Yeah, I would agree with Betty. Yeah, it's, I, a, it's a little close to Pascal's wager, which I'm not a fan of, which yeah. is we'll just act religious. And that way, if there's a God, you're, you're good. And if not, you didn't lose anything. Uh, I don't think... If there's a God, I don't think that's what God wants. I don't think God wants people making a wager that I'm just going to go to church. I'm going to pretend and I'm going to this and I'm going to that. But I don't really believe it. I'm just I'm hedging my bets. Mm -hmm. Something tells me that the the creator of the universe isn't looking for people to hedge their bets. And I'm not saying that's what Nancy's doing. No, no. But I do agree with Nancy that the one thing we all have in common is none of us know. Some of us pretend to know. Some of us pretend to know exactly who God is, exactly what he or she wants from you, exactly why you are falling short, and exactly why you're going to burn in hell. And then others pretend to know that there is no God, and here's why you're stupid for thinking it. I just don't pretend to know anything. No, and I do think as a species, we we too often interchange knowledge and belief Believing something is not knowing something. Something that can be known can be proven. There's evidence for it. You can look it up. Belief is strong and it's powerful and it feels like knowledge a lot of the time, but we mistake the two a lot. One of the best quotes ever on the show in 24 years was Monsignor Ted during a priest and a rabbi when someone called in and they're, you know, anti-Catholic and the Baptists have it right and you have it wrong. And he said something to the effect of certitude is the opposite of faith, that you you can't have both. And if you say that you have faith in something, you can't be certain about it because it's the opposite. You There's no place for faith 
if you know everything. And so yeah. I, I always like that quote. Yeah. People who are certain and dogmatic about anything. And I'm not saying you should live your life willy-nilly and just falling for everything and have no core. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that, you know, my famous example, I don't know how a toaster works. <laughs> I know that I put bread in it, and after about three minutes, it pops up and it's toasted. I couldn't tell you exactly how that works. If I don't know how a toaster makes toast, who the hell am I to tell you who God is? And who the hell are you to tell me? It just doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Do what you're going to do. Wear what you dig. Keep it to yourself as much as you can. Don't try to make other people live the way you want to live. Don't be a-holes about it. But other than that, like, I'm never going to tell someone they're dumb for thinking something. No. You will. It's their way to Kevin. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't those people stupid? Um, yeah. I wanted to bring this up because it, it, it tied in. I, I just saw this. Um, Matt Pauly was tweeting about it. I've tweeted about it a little bit. And it's tying into what we just talked about before the top of the hour about what we can know. Actually, these two things are kind of kind of tied together. But it's the, we're in a time where it's difficult to establish whether or not something is legitimate and real and purposeful. And there's a story that just came out today that Sports Illustrated, which is, I mean, that used to be a standard bearer for sports reporting, but also beyond that, right? Like it was, it was something you could count on. It was, it was a, a publication an institution. of, right, an institution, a publication of record. Well, it's been found that, that they're using AI to write stories, which all right. I mean, look, we're in the time of AI. That's going to happen. But what they did on top of that was they invented fake identities and used them to make it seem like human beings were writing the AI story. So they'd it'd be like a fake dude's picture, an AI generated picture of a guy. And they give the guy a name and then they give him a bio like he's in Houston Jeez. and he likes dogs. And it's like. <laughs> So my question to you guys is, I, it's not about the AI part. I mean, if you're upfront about doing it, great, do it. It's, I mean, there's a conversation to be had about whether that's good for the job market, whether like, but I, but it's the conversation I want to have is about deception. Why is that legal? Why is it okay for a major company to say this is a human being writing this story, but it's really not? Because mm. that's the problem. I think with may, all of it, these technologies, it could fall under things like false advertising laws. I mean, if if you're trying to get me to consume your product, now in fairness, it's an internet article. I'm not paying for it, but I am seeing your advertising. And if I were an advertiser with them, I'd be pretty upset that you're deceiving people because now people know this. They're not going to go to your website anymore unless you change this behavior. But why would you do that? I'm asking you guys to be a CEO, to mm -hmm. be someone who's in charge. If you think, you know what, look, we can't afford to pay human beings to do this anymore. Nobody clicks on our site. We're struggling. I think there's only one reason. It's because you are in some way, on some level, embarrassed that you are using AI. Otherwise, you would lead with it. You'd say, hey, enjoy our newest AI article. We're on the cutting edge of yes. technology. But when you hide it to that extent, you are clearly embarrassed by the fact that you're doing it. So then, and don't do things you're embarrassed by. Or just own it, right? And if you're the CEO and you can't own it, quit. The, the deception can't, we cannot allow a deception like that to stand. This is a tiny example. It's irrelevant. It's a sports magazine. 
But if newspapers start doing this, what if they? What if somebody starts doing this with a column? How about Where it's a an AI-generated opinion as opposed to a story? How about if you're having like a, a Zoom visit or a text conversation mm-hmm. with a physician and it turns out to be AI, which we keep seeing these things for a reason, like, oh, there's 76% as accurate as the doctor's. If they say, hey, the doctor can't get to you for four hours. We have an AI physician assistant who you can talk to, and then it's your choice. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's this, fine. This is something that I think Congress needs to get involved in, like now, and don't wait until it's a problem like you they know did why with everything else. You know why they're not? Hmm. They don't know where the money is. And they don't understand it either. They're, they they aren't certain who's going to pay them the most to do what. That's a great point. But, I mean, that that really is the – because the SI thing, again, who cares? It's a sports magazine. Big deal. But they're, if they're doing it, it's not the only place it's happening. And if there's already a willingness to pretend like they're real people, that's a real problem in the <laughs> real world. How is that not a scam? It's the same thing, except they're not asking you for money. But really, they kind of are, because by clicking on that, you're giving them money because the advertise sure. them ba- advertisers pay them based on clicks. Mm-hmm. So it's not coming out of my pocket, but somewhere in the end it does. Have you read any of the articles to know if they... I, I only clicked on the ones in the story, mm-hmm. and they're obviously bland, and there are some... There's context that's left out, right? There's There's no understanding of what any of the information means. So if you want it to be like a game story, this is what happened first, this is what happened second, this is what happened third, it's it's going to be fine for that. But it's it like all of the other problems we have with AI, they lack the ability that a human has to put the context. What does it mean? How is that unique? Why is that cool? Why is that weird? Why is that stupid? Whatever the context tells you, that's what's missing. They're very bland and dry. And I know it'll get better, right? AI is going to get smarter. It's going to be more like a human brain at some point. But that's why now is the time when you can still tell the difference. You've got to put the guardrails on there and say, if you're using this, you cannot pretend it's a human being. Well, especially because I'm just looking at an article about it here. So one of the AI-generated articles was written by this guy, Drew Ortiz. He's yeah. not a guy. He's no. an AI. I don't know why. Why do we have to give him a name? Exactly. <laughs> but here's the the profile for him. Drew likes to say that he grew up in the wild, which is partially true. He grew up in a farmhouse surrounded by woods, fields, and a creek. Drew has spent much of his life outdoors and is excited to guide you through his never-ending list of the best products to keep you from falling to the perils of nature. And he's a product review, not he, it is a product <laughs> reviewer for all things outdoors, camping, backyard games, hunting, and fishing. So when AI is doing reviews, that that's yeah. just, I mean, that's insane. That's why is his impossible. name Drew Ortiz? <laughs> and it's why an he, AI. Why is he threatening me with the perils of nature? So I guess they went through and they deleted everything once they got called out wheels. Is that part of yeah, it? Yeah, that's a big part of it now. I think the, there's so many problems with AI. But here I think to me is the biggest one. That according to George from ThrottleNet, the person I know personally who knows the most about this, uh, they haven't figured out a way to tease out the difference between real and fake, fact and fiction, satire. With uh, AI itself. With AI. Yeah, yeah. And so AI is based on the compendium of human uh, understanding, which is basically all online. Even if it's uh, a book, they're not going to read the book. They're going to read it. They're going to... Through osmosis, you know, uh, online. And what a terrible thing. 
because a, a new study just came out today. I was going to talk about it a little bit that says, no, 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 the argument's over. Life is better without the Internet. The Internet has <laughs> hurt life way more than it's helped it, and it, it gave its reasons. But mm-hmm. we won't get into that. But when it comes to this, if this invention, this super intelligence, is using all the information out there, at least half of it's BS. Yep. And until they find a way to really teach AI how to tell the difference, AI is not just not helpful. It's incredibly harmful. Yeah. And I'm not the anti-AI guy. I'm not the, you know, the technophobe. Um, but you got to understand what you're doing and you've got to put in constraints just like you do with anything, right? I mean, cars aren't built so they can go 500 miles an hour. They're built with limits. They're built with some safety restrictions in there because if a car can just go down the highway at 500 miles an hour, that's super dangerous. And that's not good for the general public. And this is the same idea. You know, everything that we make technology in terms of technology has to have some form of guardrails built in, some some rules that we have to play by. And all right now, it and I know it's early and it's not fully dangerous yet because we haven't reached the singularity. We haven't gotten to the point where the quantum computing can do this stuff fast enough. I'm not, but I, I don't think we should be against advancement on this. But we do need to be aware of the problems and get ahead of them. And with things that have gone with the internet, we've been behind. We were behind on revenge porn. We were we were behind on internet bullying and using social media and fake social media to bully kids or whatever. We've been behind on so much. It's time to start looking ahead first mm-hmm. because we are, there are plenty of smart people out there asking the questions. But you're I think you nailed it, Dave. The problem is that the people who have to put the rules in place aren't sure yet who's going to butter their bread on this topic. Right. Which is all they care about. Yeah. Sorry to be so jaded, but I <laughs> think it's true. There's plenty of reason to be jaded. 325 DGS, so Rachel becoming more conspiratorial. Yeah, I don't know if I'm just... I don't know what's going on, but I just see article after article, and maybe it's just the kind of stuff that I'm consuming in my newsfeed, so it keeps showing it to me. But, like, okay, with, like, these OnlyFans teachers, it feels like stories like that blow up so much, and it starts to feel like this is the way that women make money now. Like, this is how you become rich and successful is by selling your body, which is fine for some people, but that's obviously not going to be a solution for every woman on the planet. And I, it's just crazy to me that we kind of, like, accept it as if it is. Not that you know the answer to this, but I'm curious what your gut is. Who do you think would be pushing that and why? I don't know if there's some, you know, someone in a castle somewhere going like, let's do this and keep all these women in their place. But it does feel like sometimes a concerted effort to convince all women that this is their option. Um, And I just I just find that a little strange. And it just seems to ramp up and up. And I know that, you know, there's more avenues for it than ever before with the invention of the Internet. But when I was a little girl... It just wasn't like this. It wasn't presented as a valid option. And I'm not even mad that it's presented as a valid option. But I get concerned when it seems to be presented as, like, this super attractive only option sometimes. Like, like with these with these OnlyFans teachers, it's like, well, they had no choice. And it's like, well, they did have a choice. They could have done – they could have left and went to a different profession. I, I, I don't know if it's sad. I don't know the right word to use. But having a daughter – um, I hate the fact that uh, 
hey, unless you're some sort of super genius, the most money you're ever going to make is showing your body there, to strangers. It, you just you just summed it up perfectly. It seems like that's what's being pushed is like this is if you want to be rich, you want to be a success. This is how you do it. This is how all of us get to do it. And you better not have a problem with it. And it's like, okay, taking aside the problem with it, why don't we push that when it's like, oh, she became a lawyer and she's doing great. Those kind of stories don't get promoted. Those kind of people don't get uplifted. It's always lately. It's like, and I get it. The salacious stuff sells. If it bleeds, it leads, yada, yada, yada. That's why we see this type of content more and more. But it's just troubling to me that it's just so front and center all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I, I saw an article pop up about this woman who like sells something to do with her armpits. Like she sells like her armpit sweat or something. And it's like, really? Like this now? I, I mean, this is being presented in many cases is like, hey, you want to make some money? You can sell your armpit sweat. Yeah, it's no longer a novelty story like we did a few years ago when the lady was farting in the mason jars. Right. Now it's like professional resume building, <laughs> you right. know? Yeah, I, I don't like that at all. I, I, I agree. And trying not to be judgmental about doing it, it's more the, well, you're not going to make a million dollars based on your brain. Right. So why don't you show your boobs and you can make a half a million. Even if those things are true, it just doesn't sit right. Right. Yeah, you hate to see someone that limited yeah, but the thing is, by you calling it limited, there are people out there saying, like, you're misogynist, right. you don't get it, it's yeah. this and that. And it's like, yeah, for some people that is true, but it doesn't apply to every woman. Yeah. And I just don't like this idea that it's just the sweeping thing, like, here's how you liberate yourself. I, I just disagree. I'm sorry. I just disagree. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 336 DGS, Dave Murray joins us. Hello, Dave. Hello there. Can I say one thing? Of course. To all the, all the companies out there, all the big companies out there, stop sending thousands of Cyber Monday emails. Stop. <laughs> Please stop. The, I, I, for some reason, they don't care about my money. I'm not getting all these. <laughs> but the guys, the other guys on the show brought that up in the first hour, how terrible it's been. 
It, it's, I, I was just, while I was, you were in that commercial break, I'm cleaning out emails, like a hundred of them. And if I get five or six emails a day, that, that's a lot for mm -hmm. me. But today it's like, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. I was looking on Amazon because I'm a lemming, and I guess that's what I thought I was supposed to do. <laughs> I'm doing that. And I, I, I don't even need anything in particular, but I'm looking at what could I buy because I'm a fool if I don't take advantage of Cyber Monday. But then the savings, not that like 30% isn't a big savings. It is, but not enough for me to buy something I don't need. You right. Know? Ooh, a drone is on sale. Yeah. <laughs> on the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. If you you are, how do I put this? I'm shocked to discover you don't already have several drones, Kevin. I have uh, there we go. Okay, two. Cool. I have one that is uh, in the shape of a X-wing fighter, and it's pretty awesome. That's kind of cool. It flies. You know what really I've always fast, wanted yeah. to do is shoot one of those out of the sky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is your other one shaped like you? Uh, no, it's a helicopter, but it doesn't work. It it's flaps bad. its wings really. Yeah, yeah. just like a two foot wheeler hovering above your house. That would be <laughs> pretty, be great, pretty Let's awesome. Go. Let's go. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have a to big work on that. Face. <laughs> it's gonna look like uh, one of the Macy's Day floats. <laughs> yeah, come, 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 zooming in down, looking through your window. No. <laughs> uh, hey, Dave, should we be like unhooking hoses and things like that now again with the weather? It's it's that time of year to do that. Yes. So let's just go ahead and say, yeah, we gotcha. should be doing that. If you haven't done that yet, you should be doing that. I did it. And then I reattached it when it was 85 degrees. Okay. <laughs> so now I guess I need to go unattach uh, it again. Yeah. You know, it's, it just depends on how that faucet and how it comes into your house is insulated. If it's not insulated, you need to get to that right away. Oh, boy, will I. <laughs> I, I couldn't be more on that. <laughs> I will go home and look up insulation and figure this out. <laughs> what am I looking for? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just like that. I think that's a spigot, so I think I'm good. <laughs> How many E's are in the word insulation? <laughs> Uh, what was I going to ask? Uh, anyone in the like uh, St. Louis viewing area get much of any snow? Uh, nothing to you know. Up around Quincy, up through Kirksville, you know, maybe an inch. In, in mm. spots, but there are certainly wet snowflakes to the west of the immediate metro area and especially to the north and northwest. Yeah, there, there were there were wet snowflakes. Yeah. Again, the mood snow. That was about it. Yeah. It was a little raw over the weekend. Yes. <laughs> a little, a little, little bit. Nipply going through the pass. <laughs> hey, did you have you noticed the full moon? Did you notice that? Oh, who am I talking to? Of course not. Can't locate it. I know. <laughs> Man, Damn, catching strays, man. I mean, you know what? It's so so often I say something and I'm like, oh, this is gonna come back to haunt me, and it comes back like every day for months or whatever. You don't usually get to see that with Dave. No, so it's really you interesting really to hear him. Well, he couldn't find the moon. Be vulnerable it's and tell a story. The judgment when you get when you couldn't find the moon for several hours one time. <laughs> Driving around Don't town. Worth, worth the judgment. Just, just be happy that that uh, Mike Shannon owns the title Moon Man, not you. Yes. <laughs> I can't believe I googled where is the moon. <laughs> was I the only one scared of like when you first hear there's a man on the moon as a child? I was like, there's a what? It freaked oh, yeah. me out so much. Yeah, my dad used to, you know, show me. He'd be like, "Do you see the face in the moon?" I'm like, yeah. "God, I hope not." <laughs> so it can talk. I heard this, and it seems made up, but I think it's probably true that in the southern hemisphere, the moon is upside down from what we see. Well, everything's opposite. 
you know, the water circulates down your drain the opposite way. So weather systems. What we look at the the moon and the face in the moon would be a different face in Australia. It would be a sad. It would be a sad moon. That just blow you away. Yeah, it did. I mean, I knew that about like the water goes the opposite direction or whatever. It's all fake down there. It's all nonsense down in Australia anyway. (laughs) But to hear that the moon is upside down, like I almost jumped in and it was almost like, Dave, that's a little crazy. There's no the moon's not upside down. Ooh, a plane is flying. That's by. my drone. That's a drone. There's a drone. Look out! Look, it's a wheels are let's, let's, let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! I had to improvise. It's a Chucky doll, but it'll work. <laughs> yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Uh, how's the week looking, Dave? All righty, we're cold tonight, going down to 22. Lots of sunshine tomorrow, but it's a cold day. 40 degrees at best for the high. Kind of like today, sunny but just cold to be out and about. Tuesday night down to 30, so not as cold. Wednesday, lots of sunshine, cold start, noticeably warmer. Wednesday afternoon, a jump to 55 degrees. That's going to feel good. Clouds come rolling in Wednesday night. Then we have a system that's still out in the Pacific. So again, it's not a winter storm for us. It's a rainmaker, though, a cold rainmaker. But just like a winter storm, we have to kind of wait for it to get over the Rockies to really figure out exactly, is it going to our north? Is it going to our south? That will make a big difference of how much rain we see. But on Thursday, it's cloudy with periods of rain, only 39 for the high on Thursday. So it is a cold rain, a cold rain Thursday night. We stay well above the freezing point. So it's not a snow or ice situation. Fading rain on Friday and about 45. We have another chance of a couple of showers over the weekend. That That's not clear at this point either because there's another storm really coming right behind the Pacific storm right now. So kind of back-to-back storms, but they're not big deals for us. Okay. Headlines, Rach. Headlines is brought to you by Schnooks. Get your groceries delivered or use curbside pickup with the Schnooks Rewards app. All right, so food bank demand is high, but donations are falling. High grocery prices mean consumers are less likely to donate food this holiday season, putting nonprofits in a tough spot Hmm. for Christmas, according to newly released data. They did a survey, and just 25% of survey respondents said they're more likely to donate this year compared to previous years. Hmm. So I wanted to bring this to the forefront to just remind people to please go through Hardee's and donate a dollar to Operation Food Search. When you go, you get a, a sticker with Dave's face on it and some Christmas lights and a Santa hat. It's a really cute sticker, and you get to partake in some delicious food from Hardee's, and you're helping out people who are hungry in our area this holiday season. So please keep that in mind. And just remember, you can give more than a dollar. A dollar is fine, but if, if you can't afford more, you can do it. And for corporations out there or people with, uh, with quite a bit of money, it's too $250 per year to uh, take care of one child the entire year, which I think is a bargain. That's pretty great. Yeah. And what a great teaching moment for your kids when you say like, hey, we've been blessed and we're going to do this and here's what it is. I mean, kids need to know the reality of, of, of reality and they don't do it to kindergartners. But, you know, if you have a, a young teenager and you say like, look, not everyone has enough food. And uh, we're going to sponsor a child who's going to have enough food because we're giving this money. I think that's, that's a nice thing to do. 
Consumers shattered the record for Black Friday online shopping. According to a report report from Adobe Analytics, Americans spent $9.8 billion on Black Friday shopping this year. So we don't have enough money to give to charity, but we set a record on Black Friday shopping. (laughs) I mean, we all like ourselves as our own best charity. We all love our drones. Got to get that turkey fryer. (laughs) We don't have a lot of time, but let's do one more story. I thought this was a heartwarming one. A teen who learned CPR at school saved a toddler from drowning on Thanksgiving. 15-year-old Madison Atkinson rescued a three-year-old relative from drowning after she fell into a swimming pool. Um, The child was uh, lifeless after being pulled from the water or close to it. That's when Madison sprang into action performing CPR that she'd learned in a sports medicine class, and it worked. The toddler began breathing on her own, and paramedics arrived and said that Madison had performed a miracle. That's pretty great. Yeah, it's very cool. Have you guys had the training? I have not. I need to. Long time ago. Yeah, Long same. time ago. Yeah. yeah. Same. You've done it on a couple of people, haven't you, Dave? I don't want to brag. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some real life experience <laughs> now and again. Um, all right, cool. Thank you, Dave. We appreciate it. All right. 351 DGS. Okay. Programming note at 430, John Mozalak is going to have a press conference. About the new pitcher, I'm assuming that we're adding, and uh, we may even be able to hear from that pitcher. We're not sure yet, but we will carry that live here on KMOX. And then uh, whether Mo goes two minutes or 20 minutes, we will uh, take your phone calls, and we will talk about the newest developments with the Cardinals uh, till the end of the show at 5 p.m., so there you go. So we are starting the Sweet 16 early, and this is one we've never done in 24 years. I like it. It is uh, basically uh, the best things from a visit to like a Dave and Buster's or a Boardwalk Arcade kind of thing. It can be a physical game. It can be a stand-up game, video games, what have you, game of chance. Uh, there you go. We also start with you. Oh, I got so many. Uh, let's do... Uh... Let's do this. This the this the sports guy one for the first one. The Papa shot, the basketball. Oh, love it! Just how many Very baskets fun. can you make in a short amount of time with a tiny little mm-hmm. basketball that's bouncing all over the place in a rim? Yep, love it. Uh, I always fancied myself really good at that game. Like when we would have holiday parties, I'm like, well, here we go. And uh, then I saw Craig Lombardi do it. He wow. is amazing. <laughs> he is uh, an NBA player. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. I that no he... longer like him. He would sink like 50 straight. It was crazy. Just insane. Okay, I'm going to go with skee-ball. Love it. Oh, yeah. The most fun. Again, what's great about skee-ball, what's great about all these games, is it lures you into thinking that not only is there a skill, which I'm sure there is, but you're not going to learn it in one visit to a carnival. Mm Mm-hmm. But when you hit like the top win, the 50 or whatever, you're like, okay, so here's what you do. Yep. You just got to spin it. You got to go off this wall. Ski ball had me feeling athletic as a kid. <laughs> I was like, wow, I guess I'm just, I guess I'm just a, a hero over here. Uh, I'm going to go with a classic from my childhood. Uh, I love air hockey. Oh, you mean air regular old air hockey? Air hockey. There's also the bubble hockey, which I know, is pretty cool. I What's, know, which, which, which I never had skill at. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have skill at air hockey either. Uh, but every now and then, you get like a bounce, and you're like, I meant to do what's it. It's a bubble hockey. You know, like where you have the you move the guys around, and they you have a little puck in there. Yeah, I mean, it's oh. they, have you it's never the, seen this? It's we the spinning. That, it's the spinning players, not the. We call that foosball in Alton. 
No, that's uh, no, soccer. but it's hockey. Yeah, foosball is soccer. It's a but, hockey. But version you're on of the that. right track. Yes. Yeah. What's yeah. The, that sounds like the exact same thing. It's not the well, exact same well, thing. One but is soccer. They're one related. Is yeah. That's, yeah. But they're not the same. <laughs> yeah. Different sports. It's, Andrew. N- it's not soccer either. It's foosball. All right. Foosball What's your pick? is playing soccer, brother. <laughs> you gotta. <laughs> we have thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna say House of the Dead, the light gun games where you like there's the zombies and you. Oh, yeah, little, yeah, those are cool. Toy gun on the screen. And yeah. Pew, pew, pew. yeah, those we, are fun. We call that foosball. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing, What's Andrew. What's the difference? There's no difference. Let's do one more. Wheels? Uh, Galaga. Arcade game. Amazing. It's like Space Invaders, but better. Rage. Oh, my goodness. Um, The Claw Machine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, oh, the yeah. worst. <laughs> I will go Asteroids. Oh, another good one. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 